Welcome everybody to episode number 22. 22. 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate me too. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking shit show. It's biting the bullet. We're here with episode number 22. And uh, today we're going to we're gonna do basically like a whole show on uh, this is what your tax dollars pay for. And it's not going to be all stupid. I mean, it's a lot of it's going to be fucking stupid military like decisions. But it's going to be, I guess, reminiscing on the good and bad and the drunkenly, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it, it'll be fun. It, it it really, well, we had a buddy coming to town this, this week and, man, it was like nostalgia all over again because he was my first roommate in the fleet and it was like, I remember him like shooting me at three o'clock in the morning on a work day drunk as shit with an airsoft gun. <laughs> I was going to better finish that. Yeah. <laughs> shooting me. Like, With an airsoft gun and getting up and going to a different room. And he profusely apologized for that because he thought I was because he was hazing me at that point. <laughs> but now he's a big old softy, which is why he apologized. But, you know, it's just funny. It's like funny shit like that. Like, that's what happens in the military. You know, he was a fucking giant douchebag at the beginning. But now he's like one of my best friends. <laughs> Walking out of your barracks room at 2 o'clock in the morning to see all the guys you deployed with taking a bunch of new Marines into their room to teach them medical procedures, <laughs> such as how to apply a tourniquet. <laughs> basically, <coughs> excuse me. Basically, what this turns into is us slamming our fucking knees into 19-year-old kid's fucking thighs. Because, you know, you got to apply pressure to the femoral to, you know, stop any major blood loss going out yeah. of the leg. So, yeah, <laughs> I remember walking out of my room at 2 o'clock in the morning, drunk, just sat in my room playing Titanfall all day, because we were just <laughs> back from deployment, so I, you guys paid me to do fuck all. Just got drunk <coughs> drunk every day, starting at like 10 o'clock. But, uh, walk out of my room and uh, see my guy, see a bunch of guys I deployed with, a bunch of senior Lance Corporals and Corporals, and they take their uh, new, batch of, new batch of Marines, it was about 5 or 6 brand new infantrymen that just showed up to the unit. And took him into the room to teach him medical procedures and asked if I could come along. And I'm like, well, <laughs> of course, because I'm bored. And then we sat there and just, you know, fucking we were having two kids fucking show, you know, a demonstration of what they learned in boot camp about how to apply a tourniquet. And the kid had his knee and the other kid's leg. And like he wasn't putting pressure on it. In all reality, it's it is training. But <laughs> I was like, I looked at the kid that was getting his fucking, getting the tourniquet, and I'm like, hey, dude, does that hurt? And he's like, no, Corporal. I'm like, oh, well, it fucking should. (laughs) They kind of looked at me. I'm like, no, motherfucker. He's fucking bleeding out. Do you realize how much pressure your fucking body's trying to pump that fucking blood out with? I was like, you need to fucking hurt him. You need to slam your fucking knee into the inside of that motherfucker's thigh. Here, get the fuck out of my way. This kid that I fucking proceeded to knee drop in the middle of this barracks room it was like 145 pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> At this point, 
I'm like a 220 pound raging alcoholic because I just lifted in Afghanistan for fucking six months. <laughs> so, yeah, I fucking, I, you know, cut off the circulation to his femoral artery with my knee at two o'clock in the morning, pissed drunk. What a fucking asshole. That's, Good uh, training, Ra. Yeah, I've been, the, <laughs> I've been on the end of that. It's not. Like <laughs> <laughs> or it's like it's like blood stripes, you know, when you be- oh my become a God, corporal. God, dude. For I the, got fucking three sets. <laughs> so when you, for those of you that don't know what blood stripes are in the Marine Corps, you get, you know, you see Marines and on the TV or whatever, and they have that um, on their dress blues, and it's like the most known military uniform, but. The dress blues, they have that red stripe on their blue pants. Well, you have to earn that, and you earn that becoming an NCO, but they don't tell you that you have to earn that on top of becoming an NCO by getting the shit kicked out of you on those, on your fucking thighs. Yeah. And they give you a blood stripe, basically, on your thigh by bruising the fuck out of it. And it's a motherfucker. Basically, Typo got his ass kicked yeah. for his blood stripes. Yeah, basically, yeah, you basically have like NCOs line up surrounding you in like a little channel. You just like they, get in line. They just, yeah, they just take turns to knee you in it's the like, fucking thigh. It's like the gauntlet. You know, if you guys ever played football or anything like that, it's like they literally line up on two sides and as you walk, they make you go through it and you just get kneed in the thigh a shit ton of times and you can barely walk afterwards <laughs> yeah dude mine wasn't oh mine wasn't too bad where i couldn't walk the next day but remember ivan <laughs> yeah our buddy ivan he was fucked dude, he could literally not walk the next dude, day it took him like literally eight minutes to walk up the stairs yeah. it, he was just like one step at a time like fucking limping up the stairs <laughs> dude but then like the, it was the eot guys yeah because they, they saw him and dude like they, they only got hit, me they too. only hit him one time but the dude would like grab but, his other side of his shoulder and then just fucking knee yeah, him as hard yeah and as our eod could. guys were big as fuck yeah they were that's all they fucking lift all they did was <laughs> lift in oki because they, they had a whole fucking well that's because they had a whole company of eod which is not like that anywhere else in the marine corps yeah, the, yeah. a company sized eod element inside of a unit so all yeah. they did was fucking lift and they destroyed the fuck out of Ivan. I felt bad for him that day. Yeah, dude. And or or when we get pinned and then yeah. you're not supposed to wear the backs of your frogs for the first day. And so everybody comes up and pounds them into your collarbone. Oh god, dude. Dude, they were stuck they made in my they made, they made they made our old roommate. They made him fucking bleed. Yeah, I was bleeding. I had you could see the blood dripping down my fucking uh, camis because it bled through my camis. I was bleeding so oh, bad. That's so gay. And it was yeah. they were stuck in my collarbone. Yeah, <laughs> so gay. And at the time, you're like, yeah, I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you're like this. This is fucking like I'm a badass. Like it doesn't hurt, and you just wear it the entire day. And then you're you get home at the end of the day, and you're like peeling it off, uh, like trying to get it out of your skin. And you're like, fuck me, dude. This is bullshit. Why did I think this was a good idea? Because you're an idiot. Yep. Yep. That's true. Um, because of like just an endless cycle of hazing, dude. It's yeah. like, oh, we're supposed it's to tradition. get hazed, and then we get to haze people. You talk, about, I never hazed anybody. <laughs> I Jared was the biggest piece of shit when I first got to that unit. Hey now, hey now. I hated Jared when we first got to. <laughs> that I fucking unit. hated me too, motherfucker. <laughs> I bet I hated me more than you fucking hated me. me nah, just, <laughs> whatever the fuck words are. I didn't. I didn't talk to anybody when I got to three eleven. I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> I hated everybody at three eleven because they were all fucking motards. 
I was super unmotivated to be a Marine anymore when I got to 311. <laughs> and everybody else, like, you know, they come back from deployments and stuff. And that's when you're most motivated usually. Well, depending on the person, I guess. You're motivated in a certain sense, but not maybe like you're starting to feel the delusion of the military. <laughs> nah, man, that shit was wiped away pretty much clean by like two years ago. I was done with it. Yeah. But they, but they, when they come back from deployment, it's right back. <laughs> no, I was just angry and I didn't, I just hated everything. So they took it out so on I the just junior take it. I didn't, I was not motivated. Are you fucking kidding me? You looked at me, dude. I, my fucking camis were torn up. I never had name tapes on my ass. <laughs> like, cause I was just like, I ain't fucking paying for that bullshit. Yeah, Fuck for you. Real. Just walk around in boots and utes and fucking every staff sergeant's like staring at my ass like, motherfucker. <laughs> You're like, take a picture it lasts longer. <laughs> dude, I fucking hated everything. Yeah. I came back well, no, because when you come back from a fucking infantry unit, like, infantry units are more kind of streamlined, slightly more than your pogue, your more pogue units. So, like, if there ain't shit to do, as long as your first sergeant ain't a complete asshole, dude, they just kind of fucking chill. Like, hey, we're not in the field today. We're just going to go do, like, basic maintenance and shit, clean your weapons, fucking whatever. <laughs> Be back home by, like, one. It was yeah. amazing, especially yeah, when they're rotating up and down from deployments. Like, it's just, if you're not training, you're just chilling. It's great. Dude, well, that was something, too, is, like, uh, at least for my job, like, Intel, like, when I was at my first unit, like, very first unit before 9th ESP, yeah. I was like, what the fuck do Intel guys do on a day-to-day basis if they're not deployed? It's a whole lot of nothing. They just make stuff up for you to do. And it's just like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah I remember going to that. Your guy, I remember going to your guys's fucking unit. Like, I'd have to go down there for yeah, yeah. all the uh, EKMS stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'd go in, and I, I mean, your Intel guys run the vaults and stuff. Yeah, so I'd go in, and they're literally not doing shit. Yeah, like, dude, they're like making shit up to do, and it's like the dumbest things. Like they were like, yeah, like they were like making powerpoints on how to tie shoes and stuff because they wanted people to like, <laughs> like it was so stupid. And that's what <laughs> that's what your tax dollars go to, <laughs> dude. I fucking uh, my first my the first one I went to like the first like that well, unit was dumb. It was stupid, but. Um, so it was because the general was there. Yeah. So like they're like, oh, we gotta at least look like we're doing something. Yeah. They literally made me like create a whole PowerPoint brief from the Philippines. And I was like, why? Like, the fuck is the Philippines doing, <laughs> man? Like, what? What's the threat to us that's from the Philippines? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it was just retarded. And then, uh, well, then they got food. When I got sent to the fucking Chow Hall for a month. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a fucking waste of taxpayer money. At the dude. I got read my rights after working with the Chow Hall. Why? <laughs> Dude, so... <laughs> I never heard this story. Yeah, so... I, like, this is new. Yeah, so, uh, my first, literally first month in the fleet, like, a weekend, they're like, hey, you're going to the Chow Hall duty. So, I had Chow Hall duty for a month, and so I go there, and, uh, so, like, some people had to, like, you know, make sure Marines had their fucking meal cards and IDs. Yeah. So, if you have a meal card, you can eat at the Chow Hall for free, well... Kind of for free. They take out money, but... Yeah, they automatically take out money, but it, that's why you have the meal card, so they know that they're taking out money. But... But you don't get a choice to opt out of it. But then... on the, Yeah, and <laughs> then... You can be married. Well, yeah, unless yeah. you get married. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but... So then, uh, there's a Marine that was by me that was doing that, but then I was working the register for, like, usually people that are married or higher-ups that don't have the fucking meal cards and have to pay. It's, like, really cheap, though, but it's, like, shitty cafeteria food. Yeah. But so I worked the register, 
And when they're like training me, they're like that. Uh, they're like it has to be exact. Like it can't be. But the fucking pricing was so stupid. It was like two ninety five. <laughs> so the fucking officers would be like, "Give me three dollars," and then be like, "We'll just keep it. I don't want the five cents back." Yeah. But the fucking staff and CEO of the chow hall was like, "No, it has to be exact." So I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "What do I do with the change?" He's like, "I don't know. It has to be exact." So I was like, do I keep the five cents? Like, what do I just throw it away? Like, I don't know. So, well, yeah. So I would just keep the five cents. Like, I'd be like, I don't want it to, I want it to be exact because yeah. I'm a fucking boot. So that's what he said. Yeah. And uh, so when I was, I was, or it was right before I actually started and I was like, went to the training and I came back to just my unit for like that Friday before I started the next Monday. And the other Marine in my that did it before, like three months back, he, he was the child and he was telling me he was like, Yeah, it has to be exact, dude. So if it's if it's over, just keep the change. Well, a staff and CEO heard that in our fucking office and literally went and told the fucking food uh the food service first sergeant that we were stealing money. <laughs> So then my, like, third day of being chow hall duty, we got me and then that Marine that did chow hall duty, like, a three months back, got called to the first sergeant's office, and we're like, oh, I wonder what this is about. Like, I don't fucking no idea. Yeah. And, like, I walk in, and then he's like, I'm going to read you your rights. And I'm like, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? I'm and I was, he's like, you're like, you're like, boot, boot, right? Yeah, this I'm a point. PFC, Like, you're dude, fucking I'm a boot. PFC, like, yeah. I'm, Still like, it could get better. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he read me my rights and he's like, do you know why I read you your rights? And I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, then he's, he like pretty much accused me of stealing from the chow hall. And then I explained the whole story and basically like told him like, that's what the staff sergeant said. Like it had to be exact. Like, and I, I asked him, what do I do with the extra money? He just said, I don't know. And, but then... Uh, it wasn't me they were trying to get in trouble. It was the other guy because he did it for a month. Yeah. And he, like, joked and said, like, oh, I left, like, the chow hall with, like, 20 bucks at the end of the month extra. <laughs> After all that change added up, it was, like, yeah. 20 bucks at the end of the But, like, it's change. It's, like, yeah. pennies and fucking nickels. <laughs> so then, yeah. So they almost, like, took me off chow hall duty because they're, like, the intel guys can't be trusted. They're fucking <laughs> <laughs> stifling money off the top like we're money laundering or some shit, dude. The like, fucking, the for S- 20 bucks. The fucking oh. S2 money, uh, money laundering organized crime ring. Yeah. <laughs> So that's like what your tax dollars went to was a, a small investigation of two PFC boots that were taking nickels out of the fucking register because some dickhead staff sergeant said it had to be exact. Like, I don't know. Dude. I never got in fucking... trouble or anything. It was like, it all blew away, blew over or whatever. But yeah. it was just like, what the fuck do I do? I like, well, <laughs> dude, it, it goes into like, think about how many times you were given orders and it's like, there's no logical real like connection with them like you like are sitting there like how many times you just have that like dumb look on your face when somebody's like giving you an order and you're like uh the fuck does that mean okay (laughs) like dude we were sitting in the field one day and fucking my sergeant looks at me and he's like we need three more boxes of mres and i'm like okay okay like i'm a corporal i'm a brand new corporal i just picked up like a month ago like fucking or a couple weeks actually at that one but uh so i'm just like all right and he's like well you couldn't have forgotten how to be a lance corporal yet go get us some fucking mres i'm like (laughs) i'm like dude 
Are you telling me? He's like, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying I want three boxes of MREs. And You're like, I was just like, I, I, all right. So I went and stole three boxes of MREs from a fucking unit, <laughs> like fucking four columns down right off the back of the fucking truck. I'm like, you're just a gist, motherfucker. Dude, I came back with three fucking boxes some... of MREs. Dude, the Marine Corps is a giant cycle. That's why everybody has the 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 saying where they're like, um, there's no there there's only one thief in the Marine Corps, Corps. and everybody else is just trying to get the their shit get back. back. Yeah. No, it's because everybody in the Marine Corps is a fucking thief. From fucking <laughs> lieutenants, staff sergeants, sergeants, first sergeants, like they all just steal shit from each other. Yeah, yeah. especially in the Marine Corps, because we don't we don't have money. Yeah. Yeah. The Marine Corps is the one branch of the military that nobody actually does fund. <laughs> yeah. But we still I don't know, man. It's fucking yeah, and you know some. Or actually, fucking... it's funded, but it doesn't get to us guys. Yeah, yeah. outside of paychecks, equipment, dude. I I duct taped MVGs just so on my helmet, just so they'd work. <laughs> because they didn't. They were like, "Well, we don't have any mounts." I'm like, "Well, fuck you! Don't mean you don't have any fucking mounts." I figure like if any place is gonna have extra MVG mounts, it would be one of the only Marine Corps combat units in that the world deploys. that's that's right now in a combat zone yeah, fighting. You'd, you'd fucking think that, like, the commercials and shit, you see them like, all the cool gear, and they have it, like, all nice and neat, and you look like a badass, and then you join the Marine Corps, and you, they don't even give you the right size flak and helmet. And no. half your half your vehicles are fucking de- getting dermo or should be getting dermoed, but you just replace the part as they inspect it. You put the part that you took... You take a part from one vehicle and put it on the other yeah. so they can expect that one. When I showed up to fucking, <laughs> when I showed up to Afghanistan, me and the two like radio operators and the fucking armorer and supply guy, because I just, I help the comm shop all the time. So I got roped into this bullshit, but like our fucking MRAP, that was going to be our C2 vehicle our command vehicle for the company commander didn't have enough mounts for radios. It could only carry four fucking radios. <laughs> And we needed, like, eight. <laughs> so we figured it the fuck out with a bunch of power tools. Yeah, yeah. dude. Dude, that was... It took fucking, like, a week. You ever tried to... You ever had to, like, drill through fucking metal? armor? Yeah. <laughs> like, armor plating? Dude, it's fucking hell. Mm. I had to do that... You remember the big boxes on the back of those one Humvees? The, yeah. Uh, the big boxes or whatever? Well, we there's these, there's these Humvees, and they have big, like... Uh, the best way I can explain it is so it's the two seats in the front like normal, but right behind it is like this RV thing, basically. It's a big ass fucking just metal box with a door that houses a bunch of common electrical yeah, units. Yeah, it's got electrical stuff and and com com assets in it. Well, this one didn't have any com assets in it, and they're like, "Hey, we need this to go to the field next week." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Are you guys gonna go get it like outfitted with the com stuff?" And they're like. It doesn't have it in there? And I'm like, no, it doesn't have anything in there. There's literally nothing in there. What do you mean? And it does what and they're like, well, you got it, you gotta get it ready. And I'm like, the fuck do you mean? I've never seen this thing before. <laughs> like, I don't know. I and I'm a sergeant at this point, and you know, like other this isn't like a normal Humvee to have. Like it's like No, they're fucking garbage. Yeah, and they're, they're garbage it's a, and they waste fucking gas like, like it's cool. Let me put it this way for everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, for those that are not military folk that pay attention to our podcast any humvee in the military that is not a light-skinned vehicle with no added shit just the four by four fucking truck with maybe like the pickup attachment or something like that anything that doesn't look normal and has armor plating 
is garbage because they didn't do any other fucking design changes to the actual Humvee vehicle no. to account for the extra weight and fucking shit like that. They just literally were like, oh, Humvees need armor. Put armor on the fucking Humvee. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and you're and- like, you're talking heavy fucking metal plates. Like these fucking vehicles are, you're adding like 15 more tons to this fucking Yeah, thing. and that's why we had so many axles break in the field. Like you remember tons, that? Yeah. Yeah, like we we had literal like the axle of our trucks would break in the yeah, field it all because the time. they couldn't take the fucking weight. But this this fucking com truck or whatever, I'm like sitting there like trying to figure out how the fuck I'm gonna get wire and all this other stuff. And I'm not a fucking electrical engineer. Like I'm a fucking radio operator. Your literal job is to just operate the radio and like. Lick the fucking port if it doesn't yeah, work and plug, plug it back, back in. in. Like I, and load crypto. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this truck? Like I have no idea. And I'm like, I need to go to the field next week with you guys. And I'm like, you guys are fucking dickheads. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Figure you figure it out. And then I then I got told no, figure it out or we're fucking like you're gonna get fucked. And I was just like, God damn it. So I'm sitting there trying to. I'm like, I'm literally going to other units like, hey, do you guys have this thing? How is it set up? Other people don't even have the truck. Like, I swear to God, we were like, we had the only two in 29 Palms because everybody was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, bro. (laughs) And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I'm like Googling shit, not getting anything on Google. I'm like, yo, bro. So I literally just started taking C-wire and then some coax cable and started running shit. And I was just like. I fucking made it work somehow. I, I don't fucking know, man. But there was just so much. And I was like, I'm stealing gear. Like, <laughs> I was doing anything to make that fucking thing work. And there was one that kind of it had like a quarter of what it needed to. So I kind of based it off with a quarter and then made up the rest. And yeah. I got it to work eventually. But they were like, oh, it looks good. It looks good. Can you do this? Can you do this with it? Can you do this? I'm like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck I did with it. So just be happy how it works right now. And you guys can go fuck yourselves. Like I, I shocked myself so many times in that thing. I shocked myself so bad that I like our buddy JT, he fucking, I shocked myself and I like went limp and fell down and I was still holding on to the lead and he had to like kick me with his boot, so I let go of the lead because I was like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like I was so pissed at that goddamn thing. I swear, dude, I attract electricity. I get shocked all the fucking time. It's like when I was doing the shit here at the house, and I fucking blew the <laughs> blew the fuse in my room because I was stapling the extension cord do you remember that yeah shock the fuck out of myself here man i all i attract electricity luke's bedroom used to be a definitely used to be a one-car garage yeah before they (laughs) renovated it so the outlets are fucking retarded he just has like a set of four in the hang out like at the very front of the fucking room away from everything else yeah and like waist level (laughs) yeah and it's like and his closet was 100 where the water heater used to be and shit yeah because there's like eight outlets in there and then I have four outlets all right next to each other at the front of my room where nothing else is. And so, I mean, thank God I fucking learned how to run electrical wire in the goddamn Marine Corps, <laughs> even though it's not my damn job. Dude, that was, that's what, always what pissed me off about the Marine Corps. It was like, you know, this is, this is what you're, this is your job and this is what you're supposed to do. But go and do all this other shit that you yeah. don't know how to do and will never tell you how to do, but figure it out. Dude, there's like a. It's your job now. Dude, <laughs> what? Dude, it's like uh, when they're in like the C- CGRI inspection or whatever they're called. Uh, it it reminds me of the scene from The Office, and it's like uh, 
basically it's like the end of the quarter or end of the year and they they have to do all this paperwork because Michael refused to do it. Yeah. And they're like signing for Michael and someone's like, I'm pretty sure this is illegal. And someone's like, yeah, I don't care. I want to go home. Yeah. So like you're doing all this Dude. illegal shit to make your like Baseball everything and look, look right, but it's completely illegal and yeah. it's like you're, we, you're not supposed to be doing it. We like signed, that. so we allegedly. Have, <laughs> no, fuck that. That shit happens. Fuck allegedly. That. Um, no, I, I remember when I first got to the my unit at 9th DSB in Oki, and uh, we had a CGRI. It was before you got there, typo. But uh, we had a CGRI. And what CGRI is is commanding generals. Uh, commanding generals. I don't remember what the... I know the I is inspect, inspection, but it's like, I don't know. We're, uh, I don't remember what the R Basically is. Basically an inspection for the unit. Yeah, the, but it's... Your unit ready. And it's, it's, it's not even just unit readiness. It's... Is your paperwork good? Yeah, you know, true. like that's all, like like that's what it is. Are you hitting all the wickets that are, that are paperwork wise? So like we have to, you know, do your inventories and things like that on a monthly and sometimes more basis. And literally, in in my shop, nothing had been done for like three years, like nothing. Had been done for. Are you three talking years. about when you attached to my unit? No, I'm talking. Oh. Well, that too. I did the same. <laughs> I did the same thing when I went to three eleven. But so nothing had been done in my at ninth ESB for like three three four years, and I was just like, yo, what the? F-? And I was a lance corporal. I didn't know what any of this shit meant. And they're like, so I'm like trying to figure it out. We got a pre inspection and we like failed. Like we got below a failing grade. It was like our pre inspection, and they're like, this is what you guys need to do. And the literal like inspecting team was like, you gotta you have to find these records. <laughs> and it's like, what? He's like, you have to find these records. And I'm like, Gunny, I don't know what you're, there's no records. And he's like, yeah, I know you have to find them. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So literally I spent, I, and I, this is when I started just like doing things. Uh, I didn't care what the other dumbass people in my shop were doing. Cause they were all idiots besides one, but, um, I was literally, I literally just started making these record jackets for all this gear and it's like a lot of gear and there's a lot of inventories and we have to do it monthly for like four years yeah. of records. And I was sitting that we were all sitting there from, you know, six o'clock Monday through basically Saturday, sometimes Sunday till eight o'clock at night signing names that we didn't know who these people were, but they were there in the unit. So they were the records that we found and making up names. Oh dude, that was fucking horrible. It was horrible. Allegedly. You had to backdate everything. Yeah. Backdate it for four years. Yeah, dude, nobody cares. They only care about the end result. Anybody that's worked in a government bureaucracy just knows. They know that. Yeah. It's just fucking, everybody does. Every unit I was in is a fucking complete shit show. Yeah. Administratively, just an absolute shit show. Dude, it was the same thing with me. Like, I just got my Humvee license. Fucking, I know, to this day, I know fuck all about cars. I know just enough to retain, like, a little bit of my manhood. Like, I can change <laughs> the tire. I can, I can change, change my oil. oil. Like, I can replace headlights. I'm fucking, there it is. I can, I can hear it and be like, that don't sound right. I should go pay somebody that knows what that should sound like <laughs> to make it sound like it again. Right. And they put me in charge of the motor pool. 
I got back from Afghanistan and fucking they made me a fucking Humvee driver because they didn't have enough of them. And then a couple weeks after I became Humvee driver, the fucking dude that was in charge of the motor pool was like getting out and he fucked me. He was like, hey, man, dude, I really need help. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll come help you out. Just doing inventory and shit. And fucking, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're training you to take over. I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, nah. And they're just, I fucking, do as you're told. I don't care. I'm like, I fucking tried to tell them to. I'm like, I know fuck all about, tr- like, vehicles at all. And they're like, well, better learn. I'm like, sick. Oh, and then also, we want you to make a couple classes for all the fucking new guys, <laughs> um, like how to call for fire and like stuff like that. There's like 20 other observers. Can't they do it? Yeah, but they're retarded or getting out. So we can't touch them. I'm like, cool. Sick. But it, that didn't stop them from sending me to the field within a month of my ass date. Oh, no, dude. Fuck no. Fucking dickheads. No, but so seriously, so then they put me in charge of the fucking motor pool, and that was just, like, the greatest shit show I've ever experienced in my fucking life. Like, they knocked, like, any fucking sense of ever staying in the military or coming into contact with it again through that ability. <laughs> Jared hated that fucking job I so much. I fucking hated it so goddamn much, but I did it decently enough. Like, I didn't know shit about the fucking vehicles. I made friends with a couple of the fucking motor pool people. One of them was another combat vet that got blew the fuck up in some supply unit that had to run fucking routes. Oh, yeah. So, like, me and her became tight. Yeah, she was kind her, of, she was pretty dope. Her, her fucking wife was pretty dope, too. They're cool people. But, yeah, so I made friends with her, and she was decent at her job, so we fucking... She helped. <laughs> dude, it got to the point where I just, like, told my captain, I'm like, sir, honestly, I need help. And he was like, what do you need? And I'm like, I need to be able to call you to come down there... With two flashy, shiny bars and tell people directly what, what you're telling me to tell them. And he was like, is that what it's going to take? I'm like, yes, because gunnies and staff sergeants routinely come around the window and tell me to go eat a fucking dick. <laughs> when I'm trying to get your fucking truck or I'm trying to get fucking records or whatever the fuck else. Didn't he, didn't he, didn't he do it one yes, time? Yes, I the- had him do it because I walked up and it was the, the, the female combat vet and fucking she was, she was like, yeah, it's going to take me a little bit of time. I'm like, I... Literally, this is the only thing I have to get this done. So if do what you got to do, I'll give you whatever thing you need. Yada, yada, yada. And fucking fucking Gunny fucking comes around the shop. Gunny, Gunnery Sergeant fucking comes around the corner and he's like, hey, fuck off, Corporal. And fucking shuts the door. And I'm like, dope. All right. Part of this was getting the the captain's truck. Yeah, it was his truck. Yeah, because I became his driver because he liked me for some reason. Yay. Yeah, he ended up liking both of us. Uh, But anyway, so fucking, I fucking, a couple weeks after I told him that, I called him. I'm like, uh, hey, Captain, sir, uh, I need you to come down to the motor pool. Um, Gunny just told me to fuck off. I kind of need you to tactfully tell him to go fuck himself. (laughs) And he was just like, seriously? Like, yes, sir. He's like, all right, uh, I'll be down there in like five minutes. I got to sign a couple papers. I'm like, all right, cool. And I sat there and waited, and fucking, he fucking waited by the window, I knocked on the window, he ran right around the corner of it, he's such an asshole. Yeah, he is. And fucking, <laughs> I knocked on the window, and that fucking gunny opens the fucking door, and he's like, I told you to fuck off, and, and the fucking captain comes around the corner, he's like, uh, gunny, 
I need you to do what the fuck you're telling. I'm telling you to fucking do. <laughs> and fucking God is oh oh yes yes a master yes a master yes sir yes sir. Everything fucking. that was so important before is not important anymore oh, because no. he's a captain. Oh yeah, dude. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, and the captain tried to. He's like, this is your fucking job, Gunny. Like I need you. I corporals don't just walk around asking for shit. At like nobody just hangs around the motor pool asking for shit unless they're told to by a higher superiority, wouldn't you think? And fucking Gunny's like, oh yes, sir. It didn't fucking stop him. Tell me to go fuck myself multiple times after that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it got it's fucking ridiculous. It'd be shit like like I had to learn how to build tires with run flats in them. Because the motor pool doesn't do that. I'm like how is fucking building a tire first echelon? And then I was like, all right, cool. Does that mean I have access to your machine that rips the old run flats out and lets me replace them? Nope, fuck you. <laughs> so you're telling me that you have this fucking machine and it's to fucking help build these fucking tires and you guys have it and won't let anybody else use it, but I have to do my own tire still. Yep. What the fuck do you people do here? Oh, we work all fucking night to like 1000 fucking we you're you're fucking jerking off in fucking bed already and we're still at work. I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "What do you do here?" I'm like, "I'm fucking replacing shit." I'm like, "I don't fucking know what I'm doing." This so isn't I, my job. Are you guys ready for this? So, I designed a contraption using five ratchet straps and three vehicles. So I put ratchets on three, two of the vehicles, and that would be used to spread the tire open. And then we'd use crowbars to tighten up the run, run flat a little bit, get another ratchet strap on that, tie it to vehicle three, and then I'd ratchet that motherfucker out that bitch as fucking three Lance Corporals sat there fucking prying on him with crowbars. <laughs> and that's how I fucking did it. And then to get it back in, we grabbed the next fucking tire and fucking... I was, hey, I took one of the hard jobs. I was ratcheting fucking crowbar boy. I was... I, I did that shit good, at least, as a corporal. Wouldn't yeah. sit there with my arms crossed. No. But fucking... So then, neither you or... You and I, we no, never... We no. never did that shit. Dude, that, that shit was gay. But... It would piss me off. Yeah, and I want to get the shit done. Yeah. So fucking, then like PFC fucking runs up with the next fucking tire. Notice how the more intensive labor that requires a little bit more thought is held by the higher ranks. <laughs> That's how it should be. But fucking, so the PFC comes up with the next tire, and we put the rat straps on that, spread it open, and then pulled the fucking run flat back through into the new one. And then put the fucking rims on. I'd have two fucking Lance Cobbles that sat there, put the fucking lug nuts on, fucking tighten them all on the rim and everything, put the fucking tire together. Go fill it up. That's like you and uh, that whole, you know, corporals aren't doing the work. They're just fucking sitting there. That's like you and Nick and Dude. bulk fuel that one Dude. time trying to set up an OE. Yeah, so I wasn't a comm guy, but I was friends with all the comm guys. So they asked me for help. And, like, I don't really know what I'm doing half the time, but it was like setting up an OE, and that's not really not that hard. It's an antenna. Yeah. It's, it's just pretty, a really tall antenna. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but it's easy. And yeah. It's actually a good design. Yeah, yeah it's, it's decent. Yeah. A monkey can except, fucking do except it. Except the fucking yeah, but we we were the in, poles need the, to be stronger. The filaments, fuck, yeah, dude, those we things were in, are annoying. We were in Korea and it was on a beach, so it was hard to get that like get it to stay because the sand would just keep ripping it out, like it would just rip yeah. out the sand. But so me, well, me and Nick had to go pretty much put up the OE on the beach, and it's kind of hard to do with just two people. Yeah, you I mean, need at least three. <laughs> and we walk over there, and like me and me and well, I, I think. You guys nope. were both corporals. Was he? I'm pretty sure you were... No, Nick wasn't a corporal. No, he nah, wasn't. Yeah. yeah, so I went with him, and I was a corporal, 
But like honestly, like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just helping Nick. No, I you're fucking, an in, you're yeah. an intel guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like he was in charge. I'm I'm just fucking helping. And he was the senior comm guy at that station. Yeah. And we go over there, and like there's fucking like five NCOs not doing shit. And Nick walks over and he's like, "Hey, can you uh can you guys help us out real quick?" And they're all like, "Yeah, yeah." And they all just disappear. We're like, "Where the fuck? Where the fuck did they go?" And then we hear him like yelling, like, "Hey, I need three lance corporals!" <laughs> oh my god, dude! And then all these lance corporals like doing shit, like running fucking fuel lines and fucking setting other shit, like up doing and, actual intensive tasks, yeah, yeah. Doing, doing work. And like they're like, some of them are like, "Well, we were told to do this," and he's like, "I don't give a fuck!" Like I was like, "What the fuck, dude!" Like. All you had to do was help us. Like, there's five of you not doing anything. And then, so they get, like, one or two Lance Corporals. And then, so those two Lance Corporals are helping me and Nick. And then the five NCOs are literally standing there watching us. Just standing there. I was like, dude. I was like, what are you guys doing? I was like, go sit down or something. Go go back and play cards. Like, if you're just, I don't, don't stand around like fucking assholes. Like, I don't, oh, dude, I was so mad. Dude, that and- shit happened when, when I came back from Afghanistan. Or, uh fucking a couple of the guys that were more senior corporals were fucking picked up sergeant but these dudes were still essentially peers with like myself and then a couple of the other corporals yeah. that were back and then fucking everything else so we're, we're all pretty much like my nco crew when i came back from afghanistan we had really senior ncos like even the corporals were all really senior corporals they all kind of knew what About they were to doing be sergeants yeah there was a couple fucking shit bags that were seeping through the cracks but that's normal and then the fucking, there was all the corporals and sergeants that fucking deployed. Yeah. And fucking, like, we'd be doing shit. When I showed up, we had one lance corporal in the whole fucking section. <laughs> oh, that poor bastard. One <laughs> fucking lance corporal. That been there. Like, he's looking to pick up corporal. Within four months of me being back in that unit, he picked up corporal too. Yeah. So, fucking, that's all we had. We didn't have a boot drop until I was in the, f- and back with that unit for like two, three months. We got four brand new PFCs. <laughs> and they got fucked. They were the best fucking, they were the best were, junior marines, dude. They, they got, became they got, really good marines. Yeah, because they were just, they were like got fucked all the three time. NCOs put in charge of two of them. Three corporals in charge of two yeah. lance corporals. Yeah. They and we were all that. pretty decent corporals too, but it was just, we always had somebody training on somebody, we always had somebody doing shit. But we all, all the, most of the corporals anyway, so most of the corporals like, were like 100% like, when we showed up, there were those couple shitbags, but then having, like, a combat deployment under your belt does come in handy, like, fucking, so if you see a shitbag corporal, another corporal that's a shitbag, but he's kind of fucking boots you, like, when we came back, we started fucking doing that to them, like, no motherfucker, we need fucking help, I'm fucking over there working, I got shot at six months ago, get your fucking ass over here. Yeah. <laughs> so shit like that, and the fucking boot corporal would be like, that fat little fuck, be like, oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, at one point, we fucking had all this fucking work, we're going, 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 and fucking... Look up and all these sergeants that are our friends that we're going to go drink and try to fuck strange girls with this weekend. <laughs> like, these are our buds. Like, this upcoming day, like, tomorrow, we're going to be calling each other our first fucking names. Yeah. And they're all just sitting there, like, fucking six, seven of them, fucking arms crossed, fucking. Just watching. One of them's like, one of the staff sergeants like, yeah, hurry up. And fucking all the sergeants are like, yeah. And fucking one of the corporals, not deployed, but a still fucking like a more senior NCO and somebody who knew what the fuck they were doing, fucking walked up to him and he's like, guys, we, we need help. So while staff sergeant was there, so a corporal calling all the sergeant guys fucking didn't oh my God. all of a sudden yeah. is a big deal. And fucking 
couple of sergeants were like fucking sergeant to you and this corporal like he had been friends with these dudes for like years at this point and he's like he fucking pissed and he's like no motherfuckers we need to get this shit done in an hour there's six of you and you all know how it's supposed to go can you help and fucking that just turned it could turn into a fist fight <laughs> it was like it fucking people started swinging and then a couple of the other corporals got involved, but it like fucking our section. This is before you showed up. Yeah. But our whole fucking section blew this whole fucking load. And fucking, but thankfully, a couple of the staff sergeants did have level heads. A couple of the ones that weren't complete shit. And they were like, the fucking whole situations, because listen, we don't have fucking lance corporals and PFCs. Sergeants, even though you're not supposed to be working supervisors, guess what? We have need fucking help. Get your fucking asses in there and work. But it took. Like that fucking a fist fight. Yeah, it took a fist fight and just the utter retardation. Yeah. It, the the megalomania. Didn't you guys all fight each other in the barracks later? But too? that was because no, that was later on, <laughs> and that was because everything was great when there was a keg, and then some dickhead brought out rumplements. Oh yeah, rumplements. At one it. point, I think we started snorting it instead of drinking. It. <laughs> We're That's snorting rumplements. This is what your tax dollars go to. <laughs> and fucking yeah, dude, everything was great with the beer. Everybody's happy, and then all of a sudden, we're chugging bottles of liquor. <laughs> and, and that's when everything gets. And heavy. then you have a bunch of fucking like twenty one to twenty twenty one. That's the lowest in age. Totally. <laughs> yeah, twenty one to fucking like twenty four fucking year old young men. Fucking all hammered. fucking fucked up on fucking steroids and fucking everything else. Hammered as fuck on liquor. They gonna fight. <laughs> all fucking pizzas out and shit. It was just great. One dude got sent to the hospital because one of the guys was a bitches. So after the dude that was like big as fuck, everybody wanted to fight. He got choked out though because one of the other dudes just a really good wrestler. So he just wrapped up on that motherfucker like a chimpanzee and just fucking yank. And fucking put the fucking big dude to sleep. And after he went to sleep, one of the more bitch-made dudes came up and, like, kicked him in the face. Yeah, dude. And then we all fucking, like... And then everybody fucked that kid up. then we fucked him up. Because he fucking deserved it. That's some bitch-made shit. Somebody got thrown into a wall. Out all fucked up face. Yeah. Oh, you... (laughs) Typo, you remember when you woke up and said somebody fought you? But it was just you falling into the rocks? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When we first got back... No. Our first night, dude. Our first night back from deployment... We're out drinking. That morning, we fucking wake up and we have like fucking 15 phone calls from like our staff and COs and our lieutenants. And we're like, what the fuck? So they fucking call call us. We get a hold of them and they're like, where the fuck were you guys last night? We're like, we're in Palms. We're in Palm Springs, staff sergeant. Like, I'm fucking hungover as shit. I'm still drunk. I'm like, what do you, what do you, what did I do? <laughs> what did we do? And he's like, are all the usual suspects, you guys all with each other right now? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, somebody's accusing you guys of kicking in another unit's fucking door and beating the piss out of all their fucking boots. And <laughs> you took like fucking hammers and shit to their concrete walls. I'm like, I was fucking dancing with a fat chick last night. That's about the closest I came to breaking a wall, dude. <laughs> and fucking, like, we're all sitting there. So we had that. He was like, well, I was like, do we, we don't have to fucking come back, do we? Like, we're not going to be able to drive legally for a minute. <laughs> and he's like, no, we'll, we'll have this all fucking handled. You guys have an alibi, but we're, you're going to have to come in fucking for meetings when the weekend's over. We're like, all right. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, we sent him pictures and shit. He's like, prove it. We're in the fucking hotel half naked, looking yoked as there's, fuck because we're dehydrated as shit from alcohol consumption. There's, there's six dudes in a 
Two fucking bedroom. Hey, two king size bed, thank you. So we had room. <laughs> it was four of us. Just the four of us. That's it. But anyway, so what? So what happened actually? It was fucking somebody else. Basically, it was fucking four white guys. One of them was <laughs> one of them was really skinny. And the other three were about six foot of, like, good, like, bigger builds. And one of the bigger build dude guys had glasses on. <laughs> that describes your group. <laughs> that, that, that. You know, like, I'm not going to dox my fucking buds. Yeah. But, yeah. like, obviously, you guys, just from the that group. description, yeah, yeah. you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. So, basically, yeah, that was it. Somebody was wearing glasses, so they thought it was us. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, that's what happened. These fucking Jared dudes, fucking like, over everybody with his goddamn... Well, no, it's because they yelled our unit name as they did it. I'm like, yeah, I fucking tell the junior marines to do that when they're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Run I, away and scream that you're from fucking, like, Second tanks. tanks or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then run into their barracks. Don't run into your fucking barracks, you stupid bitch. And they're like, not really happy. I'm like, duh. Are you retarded? Yes. Happens all the fucking time. <laughs> really, you're going to believe it just because you think they're going to dox themselves and they're destroying government property? Yeah, yeah right? Real. Fuckers. Dude, imagine sitting there hungover as fuck trying to explain how you couldn't have beat the shit out of a bunch of dudes while you're literally an hour and a half drive away. <laughs> yeah, with for pic- real. With pictures of your, in your phone of you fucked up at that time. Yeah, right. Like, fa- I had Facebook posts where I'm like, get fucked up, gonna get pussy, woo! <laughs> at, like, fucking midnight and with location on. Yeah. And nobody got pussy. <laughs> I did. I just don't like to admit that one. <laughs> I don't remember much. There's a it's few, best there's, it's kept that There's way. a few of those nights. <laughs> yeah, you get that a lot. Hey, man, three threes make a nine. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's just, it, it was all like that. Every Well, and then, and that's the other thing, you know, you start reminiscing about stuff like this and it's like, God, I miss, the I, I miss it. And then it's like, I remember... Having to, like, my last month in the Marine Corps, having to march to work oh, for, yeah. for three weeks in the middle of 29 Palms Desert in the sun, being late to formation and have and having to sprint while we were all late to the battalion. Our platoon was late to the battalion formation because... Double time. Because yeah. they made us march they, there. Yeah. We all own cars. And then they, yeah, we all own cars. And they're like, we, we're double timing it. So then we start running in our fucking full boots... Like and camis and, and everything. The fucking stupid ass backpacks that are making us wear. Yeah, and then and then I had a fucking lance corporal that's twenty six fall out of this thirty second sprint that we have to do. So then I got pissed and started yelling at this motherfucker. I hated that fucking kid. Yeah, he's a you know bitch. exactly. I know what you're talking about. He yeah. was a little oh, fucking bitch. I know you're talking bitch. about. Too. Yeah. Talking, yeah, you hung around us. Yeah. yeah, he was a fucking little bitch. He was twenty six years bitches. old. I had one. I literally just called my special child. Yeah, well, I'm he like, was a special child. There was a couple of them, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it was just like, I mean, there was just so many times. It's like the fucking, there was a gunny and we were, we were talking about our buddy that came into town. He and I hated this gunny and this gunny hated us in 9th ESB. And it's, he's like the guy that, I mean, even uh, our buddy Nick, like he would tell you the same thing. If he saw him outside the Marine Corps, it's... Straight up, hey, what's up, Gunny? And then fight him. Like, oh, I, dude, I have like, like I have two of those. I have, and he's, but he's like the only one that I would like. That's a guy that I would literally, I'd fucking fight, and I'd beat the fuck out of him. Like, I almost got a fight with him in the Marine Corps, and he was like, 
what, what, and he like tried to de-escalate it because he could see that I was so pissed. Like, yeah, you got ring, but you about to get your ass. Yeah, you're about to get your, like, like, there's a certain, there's a certain point that you can push people to and you can get away with a lot. But then there's a certain point where you can tell it's tipping and you better figure it the fuck out because there's people that are prone to violence and they're more prone to violence than you. And they're more prone to a higher state of violence than you. And I was on that point and I was about to fall off that cliff and I was about to go head first down and he was going to be my stopping point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that, that kind of power, like leadership where fucking you just kind of abuse your fucking lower. You kind of just always threaten and try to intimidate your lower echelons. Eventually some of those lower echelons get a little bit more experience, get a little bit more confidence in themselves. And it becomes like, no, I'll fight you. I don't care. Yeah. Because at that point, it's like, what the fuck can you do to me? Like, I'm going to feel better regardless. Like, yeah. you can throw me in the brig and guess what? I'm not going to give a shit because I'll feel better regardless. Yeah. So then the it comes down to that, that upper echelon guy to be like, to make the decision of either A, hide behind his rank, or B, fucking step it up and be like, all right, let's fight. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm and proud of myself that when I was confronted with that situation, I was like, all right, let's fucking do it. But sergeant's got oh, involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck well, yeah. And honestly, it was because the kid was fucking stressed and out. And he might have It's a 19-year-old kid. Dude, I, I was about to throw it No, I was taking him right to the ground. Oh, yeah. I was not fucking. He's a, yeah, he, he was, was a, a boxer. boxer. <laughs> he was a big Hispanic boxer. He was one of my best best junior Marines. Oh, yeah. He's did. a great guy. Yeah, I fucking loved having him. I made I put him in charge of so much shit just based off sheer, like, actual efficiency. But he fucking, when he was younger, when he was a younger Marine, he was getting yelled at all the time because he's stupid. Fucking, he fucking, at one point I was like yelling at him and I think like as he was running by his hand and my hand like connected. So he just like, I don't know, it just triggered that like, you touched me, I'm fucking you up. Yeah. And he fucking showed that to me. And I like, I made it in my head. I'm like, oh, I got a decision to make. And I'm like, no, <laughs> fuck it. I'm like fresh back from Afghanistan too. So I like started taking off my blouse. I'm like, no rank, motherfucker. You want to fucking do this shit? And fucking all the sergeants start getting involved. And I'm fucking like pushing them off. I'm like, no, bitch, you want to fucking go? A couple hours later, he's at my door and he's like, hey, Corporal, I do want to say I'm really sorry. I'm yeah. like, you're good, dude. I, I, I've been there. Yeah, I never, I never apologized to that fucking gunny. Fuck that guy. No, no, that was different though. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a completely different situation. Right, but yeah, dude. I, I but he respected me so much more just off like. Oh yeah. I, no, no, and, like I back honestly, this shit up, motherfucker. You want to fucking? Well, that's and, why that our one staff sergeant. You were always like, because he would, he would fight you. Yeah. If you were like wanted to question his rank, you'd always say, it, like, fucking roll with me, motherfucker. And yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude, that we had a staff sergeant that was uh in in three eleven that he uh. He was in the Marine Corps, like, as a grunt in, like, what, the 90s? Yeah. And then he got out and did a whole bunch of stuff outside of it. 2001 happened, and he re-enlisted, but he was out for so long that he had to go back through the fucking... He had to go back through boot camp. Through, through boot camp, and, and he was a combat vet, and he had to go back through the <laughs> rank structure. You I, met him. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and he was he was a monster of a man. He was he wasn't like very tall. He wasn't tall, but he, but he was, was stocky, stocky as fuck. As fuck. And, and he, he did have he had a like he so he got McMap, the martial corps marine arts program. But he did marine, yeah, but, but he, he, no, got he got high enough up that it actually meant mattered. something. Yeah. But uh so he he didn't like me very much at first. That's because you're cocky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was at that time too when I first got to 311. I was like, you guys are all fucking stupid. But uh We're all full of piss and vinegar when yeah. we were younger. And uh yeah, I was I was definitely. But he uh so he like didn't like me at first, but then he kind of realized that like I acted the way I acted because I saw the bullshit, and, but I still did everything right. And he ended up loving me, but he'd always want to fuck it because I was taller than him 
and he hated it, dude. You're taller than him. I was taller than him, and I was like, I was still, I was in pretty good shape. So he always wanted to fucking roll with me, but I don't fucking wrestle, man. I'm a (laughs) scrapper. I'm a dirty street fighter, dude. Like that's how I fight. So anytime I roll, all I can do is not get submitted. (laughs) I can't actually submit anybody. So I'm like fucking sitting there, and and he always, and he comes up behind me, and he tries to just get me like right away. So I don't have time to like react and like slither my way out of things. And he'd always fucking fuck with me like that. And I'd be dead fucking tired at the end of it. Cause he was like 40 pounds heavier than me. And he's just <laughs> so laying his body and he's like laying his body into me. And I'm just like squiggling around like a little fucking bitch and then trying to put him into stuff. But he's like, his arms are the size of my thighs. Oh, dude, that was dude, fucking Yeah, because I think he was a he was a black belt with two stripes. Yeah, he was he was dope. And he was actually <laughs> he was one of the staff sergeants that I actually came to respect. Um I don't agree with him now. No. At all. But I respect the man because he would literally square up with he you. He tried. Yeah. And I would He was just kind of retarded sometimes. Yeah. And he'd fucking square up with you though. Like he would straight up be like, All right, he was an old if school you're, guy, if you're yeah. fucking like he wouldn't do, he wasn't the paperwork type. He was yeah. the gun club. All right, let's, let's go to the quad con, man. Like, let's go. And it's like, fuck. Oh shit. I have to yeah, do this. Puts you in your place real yeah. quick. Like, but oh, shit. But, and that's the difference. Like that gunny, he would just get away with his rank yeah. and constantly abuse the rank to do whatever the fuck he wanted to you. But the moment you fucking were like, you know, you push to that point where it's like, all right, bitch, like we're doing this. He would be like, oh, you know. Sergeant Luke, you know, it's okay. It's okay. It, why are you? Why are you mad right now? Why are you? Why are you upset? You know. And I wonder like, why, bitch. Yeah. Well, and that's how I was. I was so confrontational that it was so bad that my sergeant at the time was coming from the shop because he kind of saw and he saw like it was so bad that he could see it and he was like, you know, uh, less than he was like fifty yards away. He was at the smoke pit in front of the battalion and we were over at the battalion oh, yeah. field yeah. and he could see my, my body language change so badly that he walked over and was like, Hey, Hey Luke, man, you need to chill out, bro. And I'm like, no, nah, man, this guy's getting fucking slapped up right now. Like, I don't give a shit. And he's standing like, I'm, we're talking to each other and he's standing right there in front of me. And I'm like in his face. I was like, no, he's about to get his ass beat. I wish he would touch me right now. Like fucking touch me, Gunny. I dare you. Like, and he was like, dude, just, just relax. Like walk away. And I ended up walking away just because it was better for me at that point to just walk away. Oh, yeah, you and got I, into the break in a heartbeat. I wanted you him. You would have beat his ass, 100%. But I wanted him to touch me because he kept saying that he was going to. And I was like, then fucking do it, bitch. See what happens. And that's what I remember about the Marine Corps. And that's why I would never join. Well, if I was still like how I used to be, I would never join again just because of those feelings from the Marine Corps. Yeah. But. I mean, obviously, I would now, join now because it's about morally it, honestly, fucking inept. But. Yeah, but honestly, you think about it now, and this is one of those things I got older that, like, looking back on it, I'm like, it was one of those, like, kind of, like, little pierce, pierce the bubble moments where it's like, I'm way more physically and mentally able now to handle, like, that high level of stress and, like, the rigors of combat. Oh, yeah. Like, even Afghanistan shape. Fucking 26-year-old me would fucking womp on fucking 21-year-old me. Oh, yeah, I'd beat the shit out of myself. Oh, fuck, yeah. And this is like 21-year-old me working out in Afghanistan for fucking seven months. And I haven't worked out in like six months. Yeah, I also (laughs) fucking rolled with dudes and shit. We used to do fight sparring all the time and always join in on that. Like, all fucking young and fucking full piss and vinegar. I'd slap the fuck out of me. Yeah, 
So it makes you wonder where it's like, what do they get by getting you at 18? Oh, you're a fucking idiot. That's what they get when you're at 18. Basically. And that's, uh, dude. Yeah, uh, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> it's so true, though. Every single one of us here could whoop the fuck out of fucking 18 to 21 year old us. I was kind of fat. (laughs) I wasn't in shape in the Marine Corps. I got in better shape as I I got out of the Marine Corps. Yeah, he really did. It was the opposite for me, but I'm still, I could still, I could fuck myself up if I had to fight 21 year old me. You're just just stronger now. You're just a more powerful person now. Yeah, and it's not like. And you know everything. Obviously, you know more fucking just as much as you did back then. You fuck you up. And I'm way more violent now. Yeah. Well, like, like I have way more control. control Yeah, I I have way more tolerance for violence. Like, you know, there was a a, time where I was like, at that age where it's like, um, you know, I could, I could be violent, but I didn't understand violence. Yeah. And now it's like, I understand violence and yeah. I I know how far I'm willing to go and there's basically no cap on how far I'm willing to go to win. Yeah, depending yeah. on the fucking situation yeah, 100%. Exactly. So it's just you're just like, yeah. I mean, I fucking threaten dudes with that like fucking during bar security. Yeah, exactly. When they fucking are about to like square up and I have this like Six foot fucking four fucking dick twat fucking that's like, I'm just going to fight the fucking bouncer. That always works out. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're this big ass fucking college bar. Like, there's like 20 security guys that are there. Like, you're even if you want my ass, dude, you ain't getting, you ain't walking. Yeah. But no, I'd fucking straight up just be like, hey, man, you may be bigger than me, but I know I'm more violent than you. <laughs> And then you just smile creepily kind of, yeah, afterwards. You just smile at him. I'm all calm and shit. I'm all calm because I'm mentally anticipating Preparing. and getting ready to get fucking hit hard. <laughs> so I can fucking not like, so I can not take it like a bitch and do the one thing that when people aren't capable of violence or they're not used to it, like they don't understand you're not made of glass. So usually just fucking eating a fucking hit and hitting back. Most times it just make them like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's crazy. I I just watched a video kind of kind of about this. And it was, it was Jordan Peterson talking to Joe Rogan and he's talking about, um, Yoon, you know, uh, is it Carl Yoon? I don't know. Somebody. Um, but he's talking about, they're talking about the, the guy in his book talks about his shadow and it's like, you know, like knowing the, the deepest parts of yourself that's actually when you know yourself when you can see yourself in the child molester when you can see yourself in the you can understand the darkness that's inside of yeah. humanity and inside of yourself and it's like I think it's I and he's like the difference between people that understand that and are good and the people that are just good even though but they don't understand it is that they're not good like the people that don't understand the darkness inside of humanity or whatever they're they they don't know so they're just always good and everybody's just like oh they're a good person but what does that being good mean if you don't understand what bad is yeah you know you're no you don't have the you're just running on fucking autopilot yeah you're just you're you're a drone you know you're just you're just you're just there. You don't understand the difference between good and bad. So because every you're just good naturally. And he's like, that's not a bad thing, but you don't understand anything at that point. And it's like for us, like we understand the bad, you know, yeah. and like and that's what makes it like the decisions that we make when it whether it's fighting or whatever, like what in, in those situations or us talking about this stuff. We understand that like this, the the craziness and the the evil that's inside ourselves, I guess, you know, it's a, it sounds cheesy, but like, but we, but we do good anyways, because we don't give into the bad, even though honestly, usually the bad is way easier. 
Yeah. Or yeah. And a lot of times you want to be bad. Yeah. But, but you, yeah, you but choose it, the over the good in yourself, or I don't know, a good doing good over taking the easy route and being like, oh fuck that, and like yeah. fuck this person. Like it would have been easy to stay in the Marine Corps for the rest of my life. hundred percent. I had a perfect record. What's well, even going back compared to like then and now? Like twenty-one year old me walking around a bar. If I got shoulder checked, I'm escalating. <laughs> yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like not even a thought. And like when you're that immature and. You've you've seen violence, you've seen darkness, you you know what it is, but you're still like not mature, or capable, or intelligent enough to really comprehend it or fucking yeah. utilize it efficiently. Yeah. So like, but now as like somebody that's a little bit older and you start to understand a little bit more, like I'm fucking like you shoulder check me or try to I'm talking you down. For one thing, it's because when you get into a couple fights too, and you get into like physical altercations. No matter if you win or lose, it, it still fucking, fucking hurts. It still hurts. Nothing good ever fucking comes of it. So it just makes you. It makes you almost more confident person where it's like, I'm going to talk you down and I'm good at that too. Yeah, I've gotten really good at that. Yeah, I never shut the fuck up. So, you know, yeah, I should be good at talking. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. but but then in the back of my slot, I can still be safe enough and aware enough to be like to be able to tell because I've been in his shoes. I've been that person, whether or not they're just no, this motherfucker just wants to fight. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what I say. And you can you can fucking just for me. It's like I can see that. Yeah, it's like the story of me putting that cigarette out on my arm. Yeah, because you just was... no, you 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 gauged <laughs> you gauged the level of this person's darkness, and you were like, I, I can, can end darker. this whole situation by just showing more inherent violence than what you're capable of. Yeah, and just you doing that, Luke. You you have to tell the story about putting your cigarette out on your arm. Oh yeah, you just took that kid's darkness. You're like, bet. Yeah, like this kid. This kid. I was at a house party. I was still in, and uh, I was at a buddy's <laughs> house party, and this guy was talking shit about Marines and or military in general child killers and whatever and I didn't really give a shit I was like you can do whatever you want and but one of my buddies was like yo dude like my buddy over there he's he's still in and you don't really you shouldn't really talk about that stuff around I hate around that him. shit I hate that and, shit don't speak for me yeah and like I didn't give a shit but then it turned the attention on me that guy's attention on me and he's like oh you're you're a marine like you're a oh. bitch blah 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 like started talking yeah. shit to me and I was like whatever dude I'm a bitch like I don't care <laughs> I was dead inside I didn't give a fuck man I was just at a, no words you could say I that was, will hurt me <laughs> I was at, <laughs> yeah dude like I didn't give a fuck like you're some dumbass civilian and like and you don't know what I've been through and I haven't even done anything so like you're ar- you're arguing a mute point you know yeah, like yeah. I was just like whatever and he's like and he keeps getting closer and closer. So finally I stand up because he's really close to me. And I'm like, I'm not getting hit sitting down. Oh, no, Fuck. that fucking dude. That's a terrible, yeah. terrible. But, feeling. you know, you stand up and it's automatically like you're an aggressive, in yeah. an aggressive stance because yeah. like you're I'm, challenging because he was challenging you. You challenged him. back. Yeah. yeah. So I was and I was just like, yo, man, just chill. Like we're, we're just finishing a party. Like I'm pretty drunk at this point. And he's a big guy. And like, and I was like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I could probably beat him, but I'm pretty fucked up. Like. I don't really want to fight at this party. Like, it just makes me look bad, honestly. whether If I win or lose, I look bad. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I really don't want to fucking do this, man. Like, chill out, trying to talk him down. And he's like, this dude's drunk and he's dead set on fighting me. And so he like, he's like getting closer and getting closer. And I'm like, look, man, I don't want to do this. But if we're doing this, then I, I don't have control of what happens afterwards. And he's like, oh, yeah, you think you're going to beat me? And I'm like, I didn't say that. I was like, we're going to fight, and the best man's going to win. I don't know if it's going to be me or if it's going to be you, but I really don't want to fight, and I'd really, like, like just let's not do it. And he's like, whatever, you fucking baby killer, whatever, and I'm smoking a cigarette this entire time. And I literally just take my cigarette, and I'm like, all right. 
And this is how dead inside I was. And I like smoked this, uh, like took up drag and I like ass it. And I just put it out on my fucking like inside of my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just staring at him the entire time as I'm patting it out. <laughs> inside you're like, ah! Oh yeah, dude. It hurt like a, it hurt like a motherfucker. But I was just, you know, just, I looked at the, looked at it, made sure it was out. And I flicked it, and right as I flicked it, I looked back up, and that dude's eyes went fucking cold, dude. He was just like, "Oh, yo, man, I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, I, we don't have to do this here, blah, 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 blah. And just, like, back down, and I was like, oh, fucking thank Christ, dude. <laughs> but, like, I mean, you know, like, it was a little bit of pain for me to not lose in whatever way because yeah. either I lost the fight or I, I'm the Marine that beat the shit out of this kid at a party and, either and way, I was just yeah. home. So I lost either way. And you're like, either way, this is going to hurt. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to fucking hurt. And this is less pain than that's going to cause me. So, yeah. but dude watching, but that's the other thing, like watching the, the, that, that fire that people have go out mm-hmm. is oh, like, hilarious. it's first it's funny, but it, it's the creepiest thing ever knowing that you did it. Does yeah. that make sense? Where like you just see it drain out, like almost like the color drain out of them because like that redness that they get when you're mad and upset and you're you're like getting ready to be aggressive because you know everything flushes yeah. and then watching it just drain out of them, like that's creepy that you can have that power over somebody. I don't know. Yeah. Well, dude, even doing like bar security, like I don't know how many times I fucking was able to like stop a dude from wanting to fuck with me. Like, as I'm trying to kick him out or he's trying to fight somebody else and I'm grabbing him or something. And if they fucking, like, just grab me, the first thing I do is I just put enough pressure. put my hand on their throat, right on apply the throat. a little bit of fucking pressure. Whoa, dude. It's yeah. like, yeah, man. Like, it's it's just that little bit of fucking, like, if you want to take it to a level, I'll take it to a level. And I think a lot of people just don't understand it, so they get scared of it. They do understand that level, even in an immature way, and they're like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it, it's honestly creepy to me, like, watching that that reaction. Like, that you can get that reaction. Because they look at you like you're a psychopath, you know? Yeah. And, and it's you're like, like yeah. you're like, I fucking am. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, uh, maybe not to the, the standard that you think, but I can be. And I can p- turn it on and turn it off anytime I fucking want. Yeah, and you're more scared of yourself yeah. than you are the person in front of you. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it makes me feel. Like, I, like, watching that happen, I was like fuck dude what did i just do like you yeah. know like in my head and like like the rest of the night i didn't fucking talk because like, i just saw it. it i think we uh we said the story in an older episode but it was like when i was at the marine corps ball and my fucking one of my bigger he's bigger than me i actually fought this dude drunk off tequila one night yeah i'm like 200 something fucking pounds and this dude was able to pick me up and just slam me into a kitchen wall repeatedly <laughs> like and i'm blasting him across the fucking face hard as I can he's just eating it yeah just slamming this guy is a big brick shithouse dude big old fucking teddy bear motherfucker <laughs> yeah but fucking we were at the Marine Corps ball and he was trying to split up a bunch of Marines and a bunch of fucking just like Vegas dickheads from getting into a fight and shit and one of them like smashed a fucking bottle up across the back of his head he just stood up calmly looked at him and said hey don't fucking do that again and then went back to grabbing <laughs> his buddies yeah, dude. like just mellow toned Fucking like fucking the only that. show of like weakness that happened is right on impact. His head went forward a little bit, and you saw him have to like collect himself for half a second. But I don't think they really noticed it because they were really drunk. He just stood up, looked at him, and said, "Hey, don't fucking do that again." And then his immediate went back to turn his back to them again. Jesus Christ! And just kept doing it. And every single one of those motherfuckers just like, "What the fuck?" And just yeah. like, it just backed up. I'm like, Dude, same guy. Uh, different story. We were on the. We were on. We were all out together. Yeah, we were on mill. mill, 
and I was I was fucking hammered, like fucking blitz out of my mind. Like I didn't even really know what I was doing, and like, and I, I we I went outside and sat down, and I was smoking, and he came out and sat right next to me. We didn't say a word to each other. We're just sitting there, and we're waiting for everyone. You know, it takes fucking forever to get Marines out of a bar. Yeah, so oh, we're yeah. just waiting for everyone <laughs> to get everybody because we we were fucking like eight or ten. Yeah, because you're trying that. to convince that Marine, and then that Marine's trying to convince the bitch he's with. Yeah, yeah, with exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I promise I won't rape you. I know there's like eight dudes, but like yeah. it's not. It's just it me. Like. <laughs> it's just it's just me and you, baby. We'll hang yeah. out at the next bar. It's won't be with my friends. Yeah. So then <laughs> then this like girl came and she sat next to me and she's like hammered and I was like, "Are you all right?" Because like she's like fucking keeled over between her legs. <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you okay?" Like fuck, like I'm hammered, but I'm, I'm like, not you hammered. I'm not you and then like I don't know. I was just trying to like just asking if she was okay and then like these two guys come over. And, like, I don't even really know what they're saying to me. I have no idea, like, honestly. <laughs> but it was just kind of, like, aggressive in a way, but not, like, too aggressive. And the guy that we were just talking about <laughs> was sitting next to me, and he goes, Hey, I don't like how you talk to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then instantly, those two guys are like, Oh, yo, man, it's cool, man. <laughs> and, like, fucking offer me a cigarette. <laughs> like, oh. Well, dude, because he's like a bear. Like, he's like a bear when it rears up. Because he, like... When he's walking around normal, he's fucking kind of hunched over. He has terrible posture. Yeah. Like, he's got really light features. But then, like, like when you, he flushes up and he fucking squares it's up, like, it's like, he's like 6'1", 6'2", like 245. Yeah. He's a big, his fucking shoulders are all fucking, he's a big fucking dude. And he stands up straight on fucking dudes. A lot of times they're just like, oh, nah. He's well, got, dude, I've been know, hit by him. It fucking hurts. But you know, he doesn't even like, know how to throw a punch and it still hurts. Yeah. But you know, it's like it's like uh, like with animals. You know how their hair stands on end when they're mad, yeah, or they're about yeah. to get in a fight. But it's like you know, like certain people they find like I know I have it where you know, humans our hair doesn't stand on end when we're getting angry, but you can get the look. Yeah, you know that well, you that, posture up. Well, you, you posture up, but you, you know the look, like that that look in your face where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck like, you up. It's like I'm gonna fuck you up. And people see that and their face drains because yeah. they're a lot of, you just don't, a lot of people don't have that face. You the know, most they physical violence make people that. have ever experienced is in public school. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not ready for adult levels of violence. Yeah. Oh no, man. This kind of got off subject, but I think they were all military stories. So yeah, dude, obviously. This is but that, that was, I had fun on this one. Yeah. That was a, that was a, I think that's a good stopping point, but. That was a, a cool rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> How many alleged felonies do you think we talked about in this episode? Oh, well, fucking shit, ton, dude. Whatever, I'm out. Fucking eat a dick. <laughs> I'm not yet, technically. If you don't think the fucking Marine Corps is an inefficient bureaucracy with a bunch of people stealing each other's shit, or the military in general isn't that, you're fucking naive and ignorant, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, dude, it's just organized criminals is what we are. We, yeah. dude, we had a heroin ring in Pendleton. <laughs> It involved, like, fucking 200 dudes, and they made a shit ton of money because they still got drug tested, so they didn't do it. They just made it and sold it. And there's a human trafficking ring that just got found in 29 Palms. A Marine Corps, baby! I mean, we just call those recruiters, but... Hey, dude, <laughs> hey, I... It, What's up with the the marine that allegedly like had BDSM sex with Elizabeth? I don't know, Warren? but that's fucking. Is that funny. true? Wait, I don't care if what? that's true yeah. or not. That was a headline in my fucking history. Yeah, dude, and I'm proud of that. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, that's what God. he and said. And she made a cougar joke like the day yeah, after. He, I know. He said he was. Well, well. All right. So <laughs> I'm just gonna say this now. We're we're, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be catching up on fucking current events and shit like that because we haven't done one in a while. Um, that's what this next week is gonna be. 
Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, we'll talk because that was fucking funny as shit, dude. Dude, I didn't even see that. Yeah, that one's oh, you funny. You look into that shit. That one's funny. Dude, and then we I can, love this timeline. Yeah, well, I know, dude. I'm so glad that I live in this timeline right now. It's fucking great. But um, <laughs> yeah, I say we I say we end it there, boys, and then uh, we can we'll release we'll release the other or the uh, we'll release some current event episodes in the next the next two, and they'll uh, hopefully you guys like those a lot. But um, let's go ahead, throw out our handles. Uh, at the real typo, best host on buying the Shut bullet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jared? At the Mongoose0861, I'm Jared. Um, I also run our Discord as well, so you guys should join that. Um, I have the most clout of biting the bullet. Yeah, no one cares. Yay. Highest uh, clout. <laughs> I'm at Keep It Real Luke on Twitter. You can find our podcast at Biting Bullet Pod on Twitter. <laughs> Um, I'm still looking at, I'm, I've been talking to some people about, you know, starting a website. So we'll have a website here in the next couple months. Uh, I think we're going to start a Patreon too. Patreon. And maybe, yeah, hint, yeah. hint, maybe a live show. We've yeah. been thinking about this. We didn't steal this from Fadcast. I swear to God. Well, everybody does live shows. Yeah, I know. So. But we're thinking about trying to do that eventually too. Maybe we'll do that for yeah. Patreon. We're, we haven't decided. We haven't finalized yeah. anything yet. But we're, we're going to, we're going to. We're going to be asking for people to donate in cryptocurrencies because fuck the government. And I don't want them knowing how much money I get for a <laughs> shitty Allegedly. podcast. But um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, look at that. Uh, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, I run the Instagram. Uh, it's pretty pretty lit. Our Instagram is way better than our Twitter biting bullet. Dude, our, yeah. One, I mean, there's some, there's some really awesome people that have shared our stuff, which has really helped, but uh, yeah, we post some, I try to post on there at least once a day, but sometimes it takes me a while. I got to find the right memes because I'm, I'm very selective on my memes, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, so, uh, go check us out on that discord. Like you said, um, we'll be releasing details if we come out with, uh, a website or the Patreon, Patreon, whatever it's fucking called. And then, um, yeah, that's the, that's the fucking shit show boys. You guys got any last words? Nah, man, I'm good. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Deuce!